When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. so to speak. Their next home game is against South East Melbourne Phoenix next Thursday. You can get tickets from tickettech.com.au and we look forward to seeing our next guest in action. We talk of Bryce Cotton. He's been kind enough to join us on Scotty and Goss Breakfast here on SENWA. Bryce, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good, mate. Are you working hard, mate? Do you down tools? Do you spend more time with the fam? What do you do in, when you're not playing? Um, I mean, no, it's pretty much the same thing, practicing and everything. It's just no games, but you never want to take too much time off because that's how you can let rust start to build up again. Very much so. A couple of the boys are overseas in Kazakhstan. Do you know where Kazakhstan is, Bros? <laughs> Uh, I could not tell you if you gave me a globe to find it. <laughs> it's a long way to go to play a game of basketball, but we wish the boys all the best. Mate, just in summary, it's nice to go into this little FIBA break with a win under your belt. Don't want to talk too much about that win over Adelaide, but it was a win and you just needed it. I mean, yeah, if I'm being honest, you know, once you finally get that win, you honestly don't want to break. You want to keep going and try to build on it. But um, we just have to take this time to use this week and a half to – keep building good habits and practice, and then hopefully, you know, it, it still carries over in the games. Uh, momentum's a good thing, though, and I was, I was going to ask you that. You almost don't want to break after a good win like that, but what are the things, Bryce, that uh, uh, separated the Adelaide game from, I guess, the previous four where they uh, haven't gone our way? Say that again, I'm sorry? Well, what's, what's the difference with, with the Adelaide game uh, and how the boys went about, their, uh, about the game compared to the, the four previous ones that didn't go our way? I think the biggest difference is that we basically played for the most part a full 40 minutes, whereas other games, you know, we would get a lead, maybe eight or nine points, and then it seemed like we started to play the score, and we'd take our foot off the gas, and that's when teams would come back. And uh, I think we jumped off to a pretty decent lead in Adelaide, but even though they started to cut it uh, pretty low, we never let go of our intensity and our energy, and I think we was able to sustain that lead and keep that control for the rest of the game, which was huge. I think we spoke about this uh, last time that you were on, but is it uh, is a bit of an up and down season so far? But is it still you're still trying to adjust to JR's game plan and what he's after? I mean, we've had a couple of different game plans we've had you've had to learn over the last two years, or three from Trevor to Scott Morrison now to JR. Is it still a learning curve and we're just you're just trying to find your way to play the way JR wants you to play? No, I don't I don't think it's about JR. I think it's just us trying to figure out, you know, what we need to be doing as a team and fixing the lapses because I feel every game we've lost for the most part, we've lost it in the same way. So it's like a pattern that we have been showing, but I think we're all pretty familiar with the structure JR wants in place and how he likes to play. So, you know, that wasn't an issue. It was more of an us thing. 
Bryce, I don't know whether you read the paper, but they they it's been you know quite uh, strong in their criticism through the fans being unhappy with uh, not all of them. Not, no, yeah. just, just the articles of the paper has been pretty direct in regards to the ownership change, uh, the game day, uh, the form of the team. I, I'd be interested to know what the best player in the league does. Do you read and and see all that sort of stuff, whether you believe it or not? But do you read that stuff or and on social media, not just the West Australian, because they're not the only ones that have been critical or the articles have been critical. Uh, just tell us a bit about how you deal with that type of negative feedback against a, a, about a team that you're involved in? Um, I don't really pay any attention to it. I'm aware, you know, that there's noise and things of that sort, but I don't bother reading it because it's going to do nothing positive. And the way sports works anyway, anywhere, you know, if you're losing, you know, everybody has a million opinions. Mm -hmm. And then if you start to win, you know, everybody's happy and we're all geniuses. So, you just kind of have to, you know, take it for what it's worth and understand that's a part of the game, but not let it get to you because obviously nothing's more important than the people on the inside and making sure we're all on the same page because, I mean, we all want the same thing. One of your best mates in basketball is Devondrick Walker. He was over here. He was training with the Cats. He was probably, uh, who knows what his future was going to be inside the NBL. He gets picked up by the Brisbane Bullets, and now he's been uh, told he's surplus to requirements. Craig Randall's gone from Adelaide, but they were that was a that was a clash with coaching staff and, and teammates. Have you reached out to Devondrick? How's he coping? Because he would have thought, wow, I've got my chance again inside the NBL. How's he coping, and, and where do we find Devondrick right now? Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to stay tuned. But, um, I mean, he, he's doing all right. At the end of the day, this is the unfortunate thing that comes with sports. So uh, he's a true professional, and I know he's handling it the best way um, from what I've from what I've spoken to him. So he's keeping his spirits high. But, yeah, that's definitely um, the side of sports that happens, especially around this time of year. But but are, but are fans and media flippant to say, oh, sack him? Like Brady Manning, people wanted to sack Brady Manning for four weeks. He comes out and shoots the lights out in Adelaide and is the reason why you probably win the game. Are we so media and fans so quick to try and bring, in particular, imports and coaches down if things aren't going their way? That's people's livelihoods, families, uh, life changes to come out to Australia. Love to know your thoughts on how easy it is for us to clip and to get hold of imports to say they're not good enough and they should be sacked. I mean, yeah, I think from the outside looking in, it's easy to point a finger to blame. But at the same token, also, I'm aware that, you know, Americans or imports, I guess, as you guys like to call them, they're held to a higher or a very high standard. And, um, you know, they have a job to do, but it, it goes to be the same thing. You know, like I'm sure Brady playing for Carolina and all these, you know, big time colleges, I know he understands what comes with it, where, you know, fans will love you individually one week and then be upset with you the next. So uh, it was it was kind of the same thing, just understanding, like, nothing ever stays the same for a whole season. There's always going to be a wave of emotions and there's going to be waves of wins and losses. And you just can never get caught up in, in either one of those phases because neither of them last forever. So just doing your job and like basically sticking with what you've done to get you to this point. And I think as long as Brady does that or basically any American that comes over here, they'll be fine and they won't let the noise get to them. 
Spot on, great answer. Southeast Melbourne Magic coming up next. Bryce, they got hold of you. Oh, sorry, Phoenix, sorry. Uh, got hold of you uh, last time you played. Uh, ready to go again. What are you going to do differently? Um, I think, again, our biggest thing is just being consistent with our energy for a full 40 minutes mm -hmm. um, and not playing the scoreboard. So if we do happen to get off to a decent lead, you know, that's not our time to sit back and relax. That's our time to press our foot on the metal uh, even more. So um, that's the biggest thing for us, energy, I'd say. Hey, mate, speaking of energy, last one for you. We had a couple of texts say, does Bryce Cotton go so hard so early and he gets bumped and pushed and shoved around that he runs out of petrol tickets late in games? We saw in Adelaide where, you you know, your, your shooting was not as Bryce Cotton as we know, but you absolutely lit it up in that last quarter. Um how, how is your tank going? And, and can you let the listeners know whether you do actually get fatigued in the in second halves because you've gone so hard so early? I'd love to, to get it from your from your mouth how your fitness is and, and your, your game day fitness in regards to being pushed and bullied around by the oppo. Um, I mean, I can tell you that it's not me going so hard the first half that uh, I guess I'm out of gas the second half. But you have to understand... If you're playing extremely well in a first half, obviously teams are going to make adjustments and be more attention. So the scoring may not be there, and you have to work on, you know, distributing and finding the open guys. Now you might have two people on you. So it's not a fatigue thing. This is the same way I've played since, you know, I've came to this league. So uh, my body's very conditioned and, and used to this type of treatment. Yeah, well, you're a star. Well, let's hope uh, you get through. assaulted against Adelaide. I'm just bordering on police. There could have been a complaint, mate, hey, what, as what far about, as I was hey, concerned. Hey. I'm sitting on the couch going, I need to call the police here. He's getting assaulted. Hey, what about what Kenyon did to him here the previous game? Yeah. In Tasmania. Gee, fingerprints Se all over him. Seriously. Mm. Are the whistleblowers <laughs> listening to our show yeah, right now? Well, I'll tell you what. We're having a chat with some of the big boys, Bryce, and saying, hey, any chance of a body out of here, please? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we need, we need help. We need, we need help for the little fella. All righty. Hey. <laughs> Next week, it's Thursday. It's against South East Melbourne Phoenix. Phoenix. When was the last time the Magic plays? Yeah, a long time ago. John, <laughs> John Dorsch was playing. Old school, mate. Yeah. In fact, Mike Kelly was playing, I think, for them. <laughs> hey, good on you, Bryce. Appreciate your time. I know you're off to shoot uh, to training, mate. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> hey, Bryce Cotton, best in the business. And uh, appreciate him coming on. There it is. Southeast <laughs> Melbourne Phoenix. He's just going, what did I just go through? <laughs> Perth Wildcats, head to uh, ticketech.com.au. Strap yourself in because I am going to ask you some no. questions that require serious responses. Okay. And I want the answers today. It's 18 no. past seven. Don't forget, Perth Wildcats this season. If you want to go and watch them and join the Red Army, head to ticketech.com.au now.